Welcome to Engaging Experts, the podcast that goes behind the scenes with influential attorneys. Our guests will describe their practice and expertise. Then we will go deep on various topics related to effectively using expert witnesses. Hi, everyone. This is Dan Rubin, the National Business Development Manager of Roundtable Group, and also one of the hosts of this podcast series, Engaging Experts. We have a great guest for you today. Ashish Arun is a legal tech entrepreneur based in India. He is a principal and director of research and operations of Expert Witness Profiler, Roundtable Group's trusted expert background research partner. Welcome, Ashish. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Thank you. So I'm looking forward to diving right in. But before we do, here's a brief sponsorship message. This episode is brought to you by Roundtable Group, the experts on experts. We've been connecting attorneys with experts for over 25 years. Find out more at roundtablegroup.com. So Ashish, how did a lawyer from India, based in India, get into working for a company that researches, researches experts in the U.S.? Oh, it's a, it's a total freak story, but let me tell you. So I, I was in my second year of law school. And that is when a few friends of mine told me about this guy from the United States who paid law students a few dollars an hour to do some online research. So as a student who was not like, I mean, we wouldn't get a lot of extra money to spend from our parents. So I was like, oh, uh, let's, you know, I mean, let's find out what this is about. And that is when I met Miles Levin who is the founder of the Dobber Tracker and who is now my partner at Expert Witness Profiler. So he was outsourcing Dobber Tracker research to law students from my law school. And I started working a few hours a week with him. So after a few years, I realized that Expert Witness research is very interesting and has gotten like a great business potential as well. So uh, around the time when law school was coming to an end, uh, like Miles and I, we decided to start a legal research firm in India that would prim- primarily work on expert witness research, but also do research for, you know, like other entities, legal publishers, universities. So for a few years, we did that. But then, um, but then when expert witness profiler, the idea of expert witness profiler came around, we decided that, okay we are going to stop doing any third-party legal research and focus only on expert witness profile. So that is the long and short of how a lawyer from India is now working exclusively in the expert witness field in the United States. Right. Interesting. So tell us more about Expert Witness Profiler and the services that they provide. So Expert Witness Profiler is a custom legal research company that researches expert witnesses. Now, it's different from, you know, like finding experts. We don't, we don't find experts. That's your domain. Right. What we do is, that's, so what we do is, um, attorneys usually come to us um, to get information on the opposing expert. And then our company, it, pro- it prepares these uh, detailed reports where we find out about the expert's performance in court in previous cases. We go and check their background, the educational degree verification. Do they have any disciplinary actions against them in the past? Uh, are their licenses and certifications current and active? So our reports include a complete snapshot of the expert and provides the attorneys with more or less a blu- blueprint 
as to what cases, what previous cases of the experts they should be looking at, have they been excluded in the past? If yes, on what grounds were they excluded? And does that help the attorney in taking the expert down in court in their case? Sounds easy. I mean, there, there are no, it's, <laughs> it's not a difficult task, is it? Or there aren't any challenges to, to doing all that research on an expert, are there? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I really wish, you know, life was as easy <laughs> because, because information, you know, the information is in the public domain again, like, because right. all, all these, like when it comes to federal courts, all these documents are on PACER and there are document aggregators who provide um, search tools where attorneys can go and find, but all this research is very time, you know, it takes a lot of time exactly. and effort. So, and our team, it does this day in and day out. So we have, you know, we, like over the years, we have developed these techniques and these search um, queries that we use to find this information very effectively. And we make sure that no stones are left unturned. So we, we, like, no matter how much time it takes, we make sure that we have, you know, like spent every resource at our expense to uncover every piece of information that is available about you basically just described our business uh related to <laughs> just just within the context of research rather than actually finding the experts and and that's why of course you are our trusted research partner um i can attest to the fact that these reports are as comprehensive as you can possibly get Thank with you. regard to researching your opposing experts or even your own experts um and making sure that there are no surprises uh, at trial or, or before that in, in deposition. We, of course, leave those stone unturned in terms of finding the attorney's ideal expert that you would then research before uh, either, mm -hmm. either before the attorney retains them, after they retain them, or of course, uh, their opposing experts. So you, you did mention opposing ex experts specifically. Do you get have attorneys who come to you to research their own experts? Ideally, we would love for attorneys to research their own experts as well. But unfortunately, that's not the, that's more of an exception than the rule. Interesting. And we, you know, yeah, we have been trying to educate attorneys and talk to them about why it's really important to research your expert before you retain them. Because the last thing you want as an attorney is like an, is a surprise where your expert has been excluded in a case, a similar case in the past. Right. Yeah, I think but it's... More of, yeah. Sorry, I, I was just going to say, I think it's really, to your point, it's, it's equally important, if not more important, that there are no surprises with your own expert uh, right. in, your, in depositions or, or, of course, God forbid, at trial. Uh, you know, uh, Ashish, of course, you're very familiar with our expert referral service. Mm -hmm. We, as part of our, our service, one of the values that we add at Roundtable Group is that we provide interviews between the attorneys uh, and the expert candidates. And in that, in that interview, the attorneys can ask anything they'd like of the experts. Obviously, their background, if they do have any, any criminal history, potentially, uh, challenges to their testimony, the results of those challenges, and of course, their expertise and so on. But, but we'd be remiss if we didn't recommend to attorneys that they do their own separate due diligence on the expert um, before actually uh, using them at, at trial or, or as a co consulting expert even. Um, so, you know, I think that's a no-brainer for attorneys to go to Expert Witness Profiler for 
the experts that they're thinking of retaining too, unless of course it is someone that they have already done that true. Right. And ideally they should be vetting because they are also like like, attorneys can be held liable by court for not doing appropriate due diligence on their expert. And there have been rulings in the past where the courts have fined the attorneys for not knowing who they were hiring. And then later the expert, like it turned out the expert was not qualified and like there was information that the attorney should have known. So it's also like a question of personal liability for the attorney. Right. Exactly. And, and, you know, I, of course, know Miles Levin, your partner and, and the founder of Dauber Tracker and, and co-owner of Expert Witness Profiler. Great guy like you. Um, Miles was telling me how mm-hmm. what, what, are, what are the things that inspired him to create Dauber Tracker, if I'm not mistaken, was serving as an expert uh, uh, on his own. He, he really was kind of aghast to see how little preparation had been done. I, sh- you know, I shouldn't say little preparation, but the fact that the, the preparation of, uh, you know, in direct examination of him, cross-examination of him was not as thorough as he would have expected from an attorney. So it really just, to me, again, uh, just drives home the, the fact that, well, obviously it was inspiration for, for Miles to get into the business. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, it's a reason why Expert Witness Profiler is such an important and necessary resource today. And another, another, another point that I would like to highlight here is that initially when the company was started, we actually designed the product thinking that experts should know what attorneys know about them. Now that's a very, you know, that's a different angle altogether because a lot of times what happens is that an expert would get challenged. And then by that time, the expert's role in the case is over. And they don't find out what was the ruling on that challenge. A lot of times experts just wouldn't know. So we initially started the company thinking that we'll provide a service to experts and so that they would know what an attorney would know about them. And they would be able to explain a challenge better at the next deposition. Right. But, but then we realized that, okay, experts, again, maybe they don't appreciate the importance of information like this. A lot of experts do order their like, reports on themselves. But mostly we have seen that it's the attorney who, and the law firms who order these reports on opposing experts. Sure. That has been like the primary use case. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's actually, that's the experience that we've seen too, when attorneys come mm-hmm. to us looking to, you know, asking for a resource for researching Right. Uh, doing background research on an expert, it, invariably it is on the opposing expert. Uh, so one thing I was going to ask you, Ashish, um, you, you mentioned you know, these reports are relatively expensive, inexpensive. So we're talking what a few thousand dollars, I assume, a couple thousand. Oh, these reports are like our most expensive product is eight hundred dollars, and with a twenty-four hour turnaround time. So we primarily try and keep them as inexpensive as possible. And a lot of times what we also understand is an attorney may order a full report. Now the full report is $495. So, and, and, and by a full report, I mean, you get the whole, the testimonial history, the challenge history, the educate, the professional background and the personal information on the expert. And those are $495. But what we also realize is that at times an attorney may order a report, and then the expert does not have much experience working as an expert witness. So the report may come back with no cases. 
so and no challenges so to take care of such situations such such instances we also have something called a preliminary screening report where only for 25 dollars you can find out how much information you are likely to unearth on a particular expert so it will tell you how many possible dobber challenges are going to be on the expert how many deposition transcripts how many motions breathings briefs are out there which name the expert so that gives an that gives our customers a, a like you know like a sneak peek into the breadth the depth and the breadth of information they are unlikely they sorry they are likely to get on the on the expert before they order the full profile and if you order a preliminary screening report and then upgrade it to a full profile or a challenge study we adjust the cost of the preliminary screening report in to in the, uh, with the final price so it's basically free it's so 495 dollars for your most yeah. comprehensive report and $25 before you even go into the research that's that's necessary for the expert uh, expert witness profile or report to ensure that there is sufficient information out there on the expert right. to justify the $495 that's charge that's correct and we it, yeah and we, it's amazing. we encourage yeah we encourage all our customers to order the preliminary screening reports before they order the final report and all our products come with a 100% money back guarantee no questions asked so if you receive a report on an expert and you don't like what you see if you think it's not useful for you we simply refund your money we don't ask a single questions and i will not be exaggerating uh, by saying that in in the one in in 10 years of being in this business we haven't had to issue a refund even once wow Well, that's obviously it's a product that you stand by and um, are able to, to back up with with your word. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, what would you say to an attorney who is maybe um, hesitating, debating whether or not to request an expert witness profile or report on on their opposing expert or even their own expert? Uh, I would tell them to at least um, order a preliminary screening report because they are inexpensive. and you would at least um be able to see if there are going to be dobber challenges or not if not anything else right because you know what, what do you i'm have to a lose? firm believer <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm a firm believer of the, the the fact that that you know like forewarned is forearmed so the more you know about your own expert and the more you know about the opposing expert it's better for your case it may sound like a few hundred dollars but it you know i mean not knowing the right information and missing out on a case because of that is going to be more like much more expensive i think it's worth a few hundred dollars for the good night's sleep the thought of having such a surprise you know of being surprised in court of not being fully prepared at that alone you know you mentioned a few hundred dollars but just the 25 dollars first just to to see if there really is anything else out there and it, and even just proving the negative that there really right. isn't that this this expert has not testified much uh, if at all um let alone ordering the full report uh for yeah. only 495 dollars i mean it's it's clients of course as you know our clients your clients uh, our our clients clients are all looking to yeah. keep costs down to be more efficient right. and so uh to me it is i mean it's a no brainer it's a it's a small price to pay 
for that peace of mind and for that comprehensiveness of research. So switching gears, on a more personal note, I understand from Miles that you are a bit of a home brewer of kombucha as well. So <laughs> a, a renaissance, true renaissance man. Tell us about that. So I got married a couple of years ago. So right after our wedding, we, head off, we went for our honeymoon. And on the third day of, of the honeymoon, my wife developed chickenpox. So, so that was, you know, that was, so, and then, the and then we come back. <laughs> yeah. So once we come back from the honeymoon and we thought, okay, it's, it's just chicken pox, it's going to go away. But then that eventually led to an autoimmune disorder. Yeah, it's something called the Guillain-Barr syndrome, which affects the nervous system. My wife mentioned to me that there's this drink called kombucha, which she had had when she was traveling earlier. And it's supposed to be really, you know, therapeutic and it's full of probiotics and it might really help with her condition. We looked up uh, on uh, like online um, kombucha outlets and then I ordered some from the local brands in India, but we didn't really like the taste. And she like she found that okay, it was lacking in taste compa- compared to what she had had earlier. So at that point, I made it like the mission of my life to brew the, you know, the world's tastiest kombucha for her. And that's how my kombucha brewing journey began. And so I I was able to find some, like SCOBY is the symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast, which you need to brew kombucha. So I was able to find some on Amazon. That's when I started brewing. It's been a couple of years now. And yeah, I have like a four gallon batch brewing right now. Have you ever thought of selling it? I actually did. In fact, I, you know, we, we came up with like a brand name and then we designed a logo. I was going to call it Brew Mantra. And, uh, but then the pandemic hit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that plan went well, down the drain. Maybe a future, <laughs> uh, a future endeavor. Um, I just have to say, I love that story. However, it makes me uh, feel like a, an absolutely horrible husband because I have not made uh, my mission in life to, uh, to make my wife happy. Um, but I'm going to start after this, after this call. Um, so Ashish, this has been great. I really appreciate your time. I encourage our listeners to connect with and follow Ashish Arun on LinkedIn, uh, to check out expertwitnessprofiler.com and their unparalleled expert witness research reports. And to send Ashish a note asking for his homebrewed kombucha recipe, if you're willing to share it. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Thanks a lot, Dan. Thanks for having me. It was really great being on the show, and I wish you the best. Thanks for listening to Engaging Experts. Be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss our future episodes. Mm-hmm.